Live at 5 Sports with Todd and Suhan, brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort. Well, Jim, the series with Cleveland started out fine. Winners in the first two, a comfort behind victory, a pitcher's duel that they come out on top on in game two. And then Cleveland fripped the script, uh, won the last two. Twins still in first place, but injuries continue to mount at a scary situation with Royce Lewis. Yeah, it's, just from, it's amazing that a team, they were the best team in the division last year. They had a big lead early in the season. They were 11 games over 500, and then the injuries took over the season. And yep. that was the story of the season. And now they're, once again, they've, they're the best, obviously the best team in the division. The run differential is ridiculous. Um, and they, you know, Thursday night, Royce Lewis hits a, a you know, huge home run in the eighth. And I don't use the word huge very often. Yep. Two run home run to tie it in the eighth. They win again on Friday. They're on a winning streak. They just come, they have won, already won the season series against the defending champions and against the Yankees. Everything looks like it's set up in the right direction. They have Sonny Gray and Joe Ryan on the mound Saturday and Sunday. And guess what? They end up with nine position players. They end up with no bench, yeah. uh, injuries, sicknesses. And then one of their healthy players, Royce Lewis, one of the ugliest uh, face plants I've ever seen. I really – he hit the mound. I worried he had a broken orbital ball. I worried about his neck. He said he's actually feels out. But it's just ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous the number of injuries, and this is after completely changing training staff and changing, changing training philosophies, and they're still having the same number of injuries. I mean, I don't know what it is other than just sheer bad luck. It has been a snake pit team for so many years. I mean, I remember you recounting stories that, you know, Guardy would always say, I wish I could just have everybody healthy when we get to the playoffs. That would be nice if I had a full roster come playoff time. And, and they just haven't been able to have that, and that continues. I can speak a little lightheartedly because he didn't get seriously injured with Royce Lewis. Right. I was surprised he didn't know how to tuck and roll in that particular situation. I know he's going way faster than I've ever personally traveled on foot alone, uh, but I'm glad he came out of that. That was scary looking. Yeah, hey, he said that he really has trouble remembering exactly what happened. Hmm. But he, the problem was he was trying to get up to maximum speed right before he hit the guy, yeah. and it's just not a play that happens very often. You know, it's very off, very rarely do you see a first baseman back up behind the base to catch a throw and be right in the baseline. They, yeah. They're almost all trained to do what, you know, either to short hop it, stay in front, or to go to the complete uh, dugout side of the bag as to make the play. They're just not supposed to end up in the baseline. Yeah. Uh, so it was really kind of the first base. Uh, it's, it's not a – the first baseman didn't break a rule, but it is his fault. He yeah. should not be in that position. Yeah, no doubt. First base really is the last collision spot uh, left on the bases, at least. There's collision spots in the outfield, of course, infielders and outfielders. But they've kind of legislated out. You can't take a guy out at second anymore, like Hal McRae used to block guys at second base. And they've taken out collisions at home. So it is safer, but first base is still a spot where wrecks can happen. Yeah, and uh, I just hope this horse is okay. Uh, He's such... um, And... Once again, it's kind of a freak thing. I mean, so many of the Twins' injuries over the years are either inexplicable or bad timing or just, a, a, you know, just sheer bad luck. Are Buxton or Correa or both or neither headed for the injured list? Buxton told me he thinks he's going to be ready to play on Tuesday. We'll mm-hmm. see how that works out. Sometimes athletes say they're going to be ready when they really aren't, but yeah. he did say he's ready. Correa was taking swings in the indoor batting cage after the game. Kirilov, I think, is a short-term illness-type thing. 
So I would like to think that they're going to have these guys back, but who knows? Uh, the middle relief right now is struggling. Uh, Jorge Lopez gets cuffed around again here the other night. Uh, uh, you know, it's good to get Fieldbar back. A second left-hander is certainly uh, nice to have uh, in the bullpen, but is that a position where maybe they might look to add somebody as the season goes along? I mean, they really like Fieldbar, and Fieldbar's been good for years now, mm-hmm. uh, and they really like Moran. And then Moran's been up and down a little bit, but really the overall numbers – looks like a good young reliever who should be very useful. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they need another lefty. Mm-hmm. Um, and listen, you know, Duran is going to the All-Star game. He's really good. If Lopez, if Jorge Lopez fixes himself and is the setup guy he's supposed to be, man, a lot of things fall into place here. Mm-hmm. Duran's an All-Star caliber closer. If Lopez does the job as a setup man, many of two lefties you like, many of Brock Stewart pitching as well as any reliever in the major leagues, and then you have Maida coming back as kind of a utility pitcher. God, you're pretty good. And even though Leon has been pretty good, you know, Cole good when he was healthy. Um, you know, you know, you don't. Nobody has great middle relief. If they're if if, if you have a great middle reliever, it means it's not really a middle reliever. Right. Uh, but but they have enough. If Lopez does his job, I think the whole bullpen ends up looking pretty good. Yeah, but you know, like I do, Lopez had a really awful history the previous four years before he became a reliever, so certainly no guarantee suddenly he finds it and is that two ERA pitcher again out of the bullpen like he was for about half the season last year. Right. No, and and the way he's, you know, it's one thing, listen, everybody ends up getting hit at some point, and it balls end up falling in. That's not what's happening with him. He is pitching horribly. He's, you know, Part of being a professional big league pitcher is the days you don't really have it, you minimize damage. You know, you're not always going to be flawless, but at least you give yourself a chance. He's not giving himself a chance right now. So he's that's why I'm pointing to him as the example. I mean, yeah. like, Morani, Moran has had some bad outings, but you can see a good pitcher there. Um, Dealbar got hit on his first outing back, but you still see a good pitcher there. Mm. Lopez, he looks like the kind of guy who could fall off a cliff and never come back. Yeah. Uh, let's talk uh, NBA Finals. Uh, wow, Heat, welcome to the series. Uh, they win in Denver. I-, I didn't see that one coming. Uh, they really played well. They can they can turn it on. And Spolstra, again, showing that he's probably the best tactician the game has right now. Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe, you know, it's possible that uh, Popovich is up there, too. Just Popovich mm-hmm. hasn't had a good team lately, so we yep. kind of forgot, forgot about him. But Spolster is probably the best winning coach operating in the league right now. And Mike Malone is very good. Yep. Spolster won, won the matchup with him game two. He brings Kevin Love, who hadn't played in three games, into the lineup, which allows him to move Jimmy Butler on Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray gets hassled into a bad night. And that's really the, the thing. Uh, Jokovic, I mean, I'm sorry, Jokic is always going to get his, mm-hmm. whether it's assists or scoring. He's going to dominate some aspect of the game. He's going to take advantage of whatever the defense gives him. If they can take Murray out of scoring, then all of a sudden you put a lot of pressure on Gordon and Porter and and all these other guys to score, and they're more role players than, yep. than primary players. So Spolster did a great job limiting uh, Murray's effectiveness and making it hard, and just not giving the Nuggets easy things. And Malone was screaming all game that hey, my guys were not. Uh, Adapting the pick and roll right, they weren't closing out on three point shooters. People were good enough to take advantage of that. You know, it's it's strange to say, but 
probably what the Heat want is Jokic scoring 40 points a night because then he's not getting his teammates involved enough, and then they kind of fall behind and lose their rhythm. And, you know, I mean, he went off uh, scoring last night, but he wasn't quite as efficient. They just forced him to take a lot of shots, and that might be their best game plan. Yes, uh, especially if you can get him to take a lot of two-point shots. Mm-hmm. Um, you, know, you can't leave him alone with a three-point line shoot a shooter. Yep. But if you can make him take tough twos and contested threes, even if he gets his points, uh, it's going to limit him getting other guys going. It's going to limit Murray. It's going to make them more one-dimensional. And as, you know, as hard as it is to say, hey, let, it, let this guy score 40, it probably is the right strategy. Yeah. The Memorial this weekend, I always enjoy watching that one. Uh, Jack Nicholas has hosted tournament. It's an elevated event, so there was uh, a very good uh, field there as well. And yet it winds up being a guy who's 30, hasn't won on the PGA Tour yet. Unfortunately, he didn't quite come through at the end. And then, and then um, you know, the Norwegian comes through, Victor Hovland there, uh, to win the tournament at the end. But oh, always a good tournament there at the Memorial. It is. It's, it's, really, it, it's a really hard, tricky Beautiful course. course with fast greens, which you know what you want to test these guys. And boy, it, it you know, the scores were pretty uh, difficult to come by this weekend. Yeah. And Hovland, you know, this is why Hovland projects to be a good major player if he can get his putter and short game going uh, because he just hits it straight time after time after time. He, play, you know, he just, he just has a great way head and trading ball flight that plays well in the wind that keeps him in play. And if his short game comes along, he's going to be a dangerous guy. Uh, Jim, thanks so much. Thanks. Son. Live at five sports at Todd and Suhan brought to you by Prairie's edge casino resort.